Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where someone wants to name their kid Ted Bundy. Am I the butthole for telling my husband that his name suggestion for our unborn baby is idiotic at best? I'm a 35-year-old woman and my husband is a 37-year-old man. We're pregnant with our first child. We're overjoyed because we've struggled with perceived infertility and miscarriages for the last decade. We want the gender to be a surprise, but we may have to find out the gender early to settle this issue. I'm currently at the tail end of my second trimester. Now, my husband absolutely idolizes his grandpa, who unfortunately passed away last week. My husband is devastated, especially about the notion that his children will never meet their great-grandpa, who their father adored so much. As such, my husband suggested that we name the baby after Grandpa, Theodore if it's a boy, or Theodora if it's a girl. Either way, we'd either call them Teddy if it's a boy, or Theo slash Thea if it's a girl. It's not that I mind the name. The issue is that our last name is Bu- <laughs> <laughs> the issue is that our last name is Bundy. I asked my husband, do you really see no issue in naming our kid Ted Bundy? You don't think that would raise any questions? He says, no, he's just honoring his grandpa. I told him he needs to think about how he will be perceived, how our child will be treated, and the implications that that name inherently carries. I literally had to spell out why that would be a horrible idea, and he still thinks that I just hate his grandpa. I told him, no, his grandpa was named in 1930 when the name Ted Bundy wouldn't have been a problem. However, since certain events in the 70s and 80s happened, there's no feasible way we can give this name to our kid and not cause issues. He kept pushing and pushing until I blew up and told him to stop with this idiotic suggestion. And that's what it is, idiotic at best, sociopathic at worst. He got extremely upset and told his parents and my parents, who are divided. His family is obviously on his side and wants to honor Grandpa by naming the baby after him. My parents are torn, but on my side. Because they understand the social pariah we would make our child by giving them such a similar name to the person who did such abhorrent and downright evil things to so many women. I mean, personally, I don't think anyone is just going to assume that we're honoring a past loved one. They're just going to think of Ted Bundy. Am I the butthole? Oh, <laughs> Opie, I can't believe you have to come to the internet to hear this, but please, please, please don't name your kid Ted Bundy. Isn't Ted Bundy literally the most famous serial killer of all time? Like, literally number one? Jake the Ripper, or Jack the Ripper, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy. Okay, so, hold on. Okay, so it seems to be a toss-up between H.H. Holmes, the guy who built the murder castle, Jack the Ripper, obviously, and then either Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer. So he's at least top four. So like, what makes this so incredibly stupid, so incredibly stupid, is that there's a really, really obvious and easy solution here. But the fact that your husband is being so stupid and honestly kind of sexist pretty much tells me that he's not going to go for it, which is to name the kid Ted and then use your last name. But then he's bound to say, oh, but my grandfather's last name is Bundy, so that would be dishonoring him. Well, if you're naming the kid after your grandfather's last name, then isn't that honoring your grandfather too? And then OP posted an update. 
Essentially, my husband stayed with his brother and sister-in-law for a night and they talked it out. His brother was also very close with their grandpa, so I think hearing the same logic from someone grieving just as much knocked some sense into him. They explained why he couldn't just name his kid Ted Bundy. And especially because we live in the western US, in one of the states where Ted Bundy operated and was also caught, imprisoned, and escaped. I don't even think it's legal to use that name. We spoke briefly on the phone before he came home, where I apologized how rude I was when he kept suggesting the name. I explained that I was just stressed that he was seemingly overlooking just how bad it would be to have a kid with the same name as a very notorious serial killer, and that I didn't feel listened to. He apologized as well, telling me that his grief was clouding his judgment and that he also understands why we can't give our child grandpa's name. While we did want to keep the gender a surprise, we felt like we had to look at the ultrasound to help hash this out. We're having a baby boy, and we decided to give him grandpa's middle name, Silas. Our son will have the name Silas Bundy. So, all in all, I guess this worked out. OP, I am so relieved to read this update, man. Thank you, thank you for not naming your kid Ted Bundy. So, it sounds like you handled this like adults, and that he was just grieving the loss of his grandpa, which is understandable. So, I think I can get away with giving you both 0 out of 5 buttholes because you both had like an emotional reaction but you worked through it together as adults and came to a very responsible decision together. So, kudos to you OP. Hope you have a healthy, happy baby boy. Am I the butthole for blowing up at my husband for lying to me about my sister and her baby leaving when he actually kicked her out? My sister, who's 20, got out of a terrible relationship and moved in with me and my husband and brought her 5 month old son. She's dealing with a handful of issues, from postpartum depression to regular depression. I asked my husband if he'd be okay with her moving in, and he said absolutely. Not just that, but he was also the one who picked her up and brought her home. She's been staying with us for two weeks, and she's helped around the house. My husband started complaining about the baby crying, but a newborn is expected to cry, especially at night. He said that it causes him stress, although I suggested he wear earbuds. He suddenly told me to forget it, so I did. Last week, I went out of town to attend a friend's funeral without my husband. He said that he wanted to stay with my sister to make sure that she's okay. I returned home the next day to find out that my sister and her baby were missing. My husband said that my sister contacted a friend in another town and wanted to move in with them and she left that morning. He handed me a letter and claimed that it was from her. This felt so odd, especially after reading the letter. I called her phone many, many times, but it turned out that my husband found the phone and said that she must have left it behind. I was worried because I had no means of contacting her to make sure that she was okay. I contacted my relatives, but they knew nothing. Yesterday, I got a call from an unknown number, and it was my sister. We talked, and she told me that she didn't leave on her own, but actually, my husband kicked her out after telling her that she was no longer welcome, and that she needed to take responsibility for her decisions. I was in shock as she explained that she's not with a friend, but is actually in a shelter and she has no money. I waited until my husband got home and I blew up at him. He admitted that he faked the letter and hid her phone, then argued that it's his house too, so he has a say. And he did admit that he shouldn't have lied to me about my sister and causing her to be homeless. He said that I was being unfair and wrong to lash out at him for wanting peace in his own home. 
I went upstairs and refused to argue anymore. I told him that I'm going to pick up my sister tomorrow, and he said that he was going to change the locks while I'm gone and that I won't be allowed to bring her home. I'm thinking of going to a hotel, but he kept saying that I'm letting my sister affect our lives by prioritizing her, but there's a baby involved. This is my nephew that we're talking about, and I can't leave him homeless. I get that it's his house too, but I don't see why he's so against her staying. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Not only is this like Disney villain level evil, but the fact that he did this while you were attending a funeral is just bonkers. You lost a loved one. And instead of thinking, oh man, my wife just lost someone dear to her. I should be there to support her. What he does instead is kick kick your sister out of the house and forge some like breakup documents like i can't i i honestly like i honestly can't tell what's worse the evil and the selfishness that he's showing with this plan or the stupidity by thinking that this plan would work like what did this guy think would happen that you two would just never talk again for the rest of your lives or that you two would never discuss why she left the house and that she would just go live in a homeless shelter and and, and never mention it to anyone in her family ever again. Not to you, not your parents, not other family members. Oh, by the way, mom and dad, my sister kicked me out of the house and now I'm living in a homeless shelter with my baby. Can I come live with you? What was this guy's plan? It's so stupid. I Okay, I'm getting flustered by this guy because I can't believe how f***ing stupid he is. And like, what's his game plan now? Is he trying to evict you from your own home? What? And he said he did this because he wants peace in his home, but apparently betraying your wife on a fundamental level and tearing their family apart is another way to keep peace in the home. Like, he didn't think that this would lead to some sort of fight or divorce or breakup or something. OP, I don't like to suggest this because people suggest it way too quickly online, but for real, you gotta dump this guy. This is huge red flag behavior. This is so messed up. Not only is he just a complete and total douchebag, but do you really want to be with someone this effing stupid? I I wrote a note and I signed it. Your stupid sister. And then I stole her phone and hid it. And I just, and I don't know, I just sort of assumed that you guys would never talk again for the rest of your lives, despite the fact that you love your sister and your nephew, and you would inevitably want to see them in a matter of days or weeks because you'd be worried about them. So I, I don't know why I thought that would work. I guess I'm just a stupid f***ing idiot. OP, you and your sister get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your husband gets the rare 5 out of 5 buttholes. Also, I'm going to give him a 5 out of 5 idiot score because, oh my god, what a doofus. Am I the butthole for demanding that my son take his daughter on his family trip to Disneyland? I got pregnant with my son Julius, who's currently 28, about a month after my 18th birthday. I tried to do my best for him, and he got into a good engineering school, but at 19, he got his then-girlfriend Isa pregnant, and they had Annabella together. I've been the one who's mostly raised Annabella. Unfortunately, Isa got deported, but they spend July together, and they FaceTime every night. Julius got married to his girlfriend, Katya, after graduation, and they have two wonderful boys together. Annabella lives with me and not with them. The thing is, Julius never spends any time with Annabella. He doesn't even call to say goodnight. But she loves him so much. It's like once a month he'll show up with a box full of toys, spend a day with her, and then go back to his family. 
It hurts her so much that he doesn't spend time with her because he's her hero. Meanwhile, I'm just grandma. And no, he doesn't act that way because of his wife. Katya would love to have Annabella move in with them. She once brought up the idea and she went on about all the things they could do together. She would love to be her stepmom. She calls her princess, sweetie, and so many nice nicknames. The only reason they haven't is because Julius has said that she should stay with me. A few days ago, Julius told me that he and Katya were planning a trip to Disneyland in August. I told him that Annabella would be so excited and he should tell her on her birthday and he just blankly told me that she's not coming and the trip is for his boys. I made it clear to him that he needed to bring her on the trip and he just called me a butthole, which he's never done before, for trying to control him. I admit that I was a bit controlling in my reaction, but I don't think that I went that far. Okay, I've seen a lot of comments saying that I get really fiery and heated about, like, deadbeat parents. And, yeah, I'll admit that since becoming a new dad, my, like, dad energy has been dialed up to 11. But, like, for real. For real. He, he what? He, like, had a kid and then just ponder off to you for all eternity and is like, huh? Don't feel like it. And... Oh, God, it'd be one thing if he's just like, you know, going off being a womanizer because then, okay, he's just selfish. But the fact that he has another family that he's nurturing and raising and he has two boys who he shows love and affection to is so much worse. It makes it so much worse. Like, I don't understand how people can do this to to little kids. No one asks to be born. So how can you bring a kid into this world and then just abandon them, ignore them, say, tough luck, kiddo, good luck out there, at least you got your grandma? Like, does he try to be a dad to her at all? Does he pay child support? Does he just completely ignore her? Like, what? I don't know. Maybe you guys disagree and you think I'm being too intense about this. But in my opinion, any parent who completely abandons a kid, automatic five out of five buttholes, regardless of circumstance. Like a literal child, if the kid is some, like, fire starter nightmare then you know maybe that's a different story but this story makes it seem like the kid is probably like five or something i'm not criticizing katya at all in this because katya seems like a sweet person but ugh. but if you know that your partner has abandoned children before how can you lay next to them in bed at night when you have your own children with them and be confident that they won't abandon these kids as well because clearly he has a track record of just turning his back on his children disgusting behavior your son gets five out of five buttholes op you get zero out of five buttholes am i the butthole for refusing to pay for my daughter's wedding even if i promise to i'm a 39 year old guy and my daughter who's 21 is going to get married this june ever since she was a little girl i promised to pay for her wedding but something happened two days ago that made me change my mind my ex-wife and i had our daughter at a very young age 18 we got married, but after six years of marriage, I found myself and I came out to my wife. She understood and we had a very amicable divorce and split custody. My daughter was always a daddy's girl and always got along well with my partner, a 38-year-old guy of 14 years. She's planning her wedding that I'm paying for, and she let me know a few things that she wanted for her special day. Since her future in-laws are so conservative and religious, my husband is not allowed to attend the wedding. I said, okay, it's your day. My two-year-old son can't attend either. No, it's not going to be a child-free wedding. I can't talk about my lifestyle because she doesn't want to make her in-laws uncomfortable. I told her that if her in-laws are so important, then they should pay for the wedding. 
She got mad at me and called me a child and said that if I keep on with this attitude, she'll ask her father-in-law to walk her down the aisle. I said, fine, if my family isn't welcome and I'm excluded, then I am not paying for the wedding. She was furious, said that I was being selfish, picking favorites, and not thinking about her at all. She complained that they can't afford this wedding since they're both so young and reminded me that it was a promise that I made. Everyone, including her own mom, is calling me selfish, but am I the butthole here? Okay, so fundamentally, this is her wedding, so the wedding can be whatever she wants it to be. If she doesn't want your husband to come to the wedding, then that's her right. But at the same time, if she's going to constantly disrespect you and disrespect you and disrespect you, she can't then expect you to pay for this wedding that disrespects you. So yeah, it's her choice, but it's also her consequences. Like, how can she disrespect your marriage while expecting you to pay for her marriage? The hypocrisy is nuts. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your daughter gets 3 out of 5 buttholes. She needs to pull her head out of her own butt. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, check out my podcast where I publish the exact same episodes. Also, hit that subscribe button because I put out new Reddit videos every single day.